0: Hey, everybody! Welcome to Pretty Sketchy Podcast. I'm Corian. With me, as always, is acclaimed author and the only Jujitsu practitioner to never attain the status of white belt, Michael Marshman. How you doing, man? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> that may or may not be true. Technically, that is true. Ah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so uh, welcome to the podcast. This may be your first time. Um, what we're doing is I'm drawing a comic book that Michael wrote, and we're doing it live so you can see how not to make a comic book. Um, what's going on, man? How's things?
1: Yeah, things are good. I'm fucking buggered. Yeah? Like, this week has <laughs> just been fucking nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not, not like yeah. those five weeks of holidays you just
1: had. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Come back and just dive straight into it.
0: I forgot how to work.
1: <laughs> I kind of did, to be honest. Like, yeah. I was just losing it yeah. over the five weeks. And <laughs> I came back and I was like, what do I what do? I do? Yeah. How do I? That's a good problem to have here, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. On, I'm going to turn the
0: game down on my mic a bit. It's clipping. I think. Uh, nope, that was up. There we go. There we go. Um... All right. So first of all, first cab off the rank. Um happy birthday, man.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks. Dude. Lucky you. Oh my god. Getting to throw down a Yay. podcast
0: on your birthday.
1: Yay. Yay. Uh, <laughs> just just another day to me, man.
0: So hang on, how, how ancient are you now? Uh
1: 64. 64.
0: Good, yeah. All right. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm
1: still working. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: You're hardcore. No, I'm I'm, I'm 29.
0: Twenty nine. (laughs) Fuck. Only one year to go, man.
1: (laughs) Then I end it all.
0: Yeah. Then (laughs) we made that deal a long time ago. (laughs) Um,
1: He knows what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna make a threat. Then. (laughs) (laughs) I probably shouldn't say stuff like that over the. Then it can be used
1: as evidence.
0: Yeah. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look out local library <laughs> or something. <laughs> just something random <laughs> like that <laughs> um, yeah so alright well you know it, I'm glad that we could share this auspicious moment because you may or may not be aware that this is also podcast episode 20 so at the oh, end of this podcast me. we will have put 20 hours of content onto the internet that no one cares about <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Nah, it's cool, though. I think I think that's an achievement in itself, man. We stuck it out. Here we are, you know? That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then one day yeah. archaeologists are going to find this shit and they're going to base a whole new, like, society, like, uh, on, uh, on on our teachings, you know? it be like the Dead Sea Scrolls of podcasts.
1: The Just world... in case someone does find it, do drugs. <laughs> do all of the drugs.
0: <laughs> the world's going to be a desolate place. <laughs> Um, configure video. Sorry, I've just got some weird... There we go. I'm just going to turn auto off. There we go. Sorry about that. Flickery cameras and all. There we go. Um, all right. So, again, happy birthday. Um, so, you've seen Spider-Man twice now. The new... what's Sp- yes. Homecoming. We should establish yes. that in case, you know... You know, well, I mean... Yeah. Think about you this. Know,
1: there's six of them.
0: Yeah, that's right. You know, 30 years from now, someone discovers this and goes, holy shit, which Spider-Man are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Um, is it the emo one or the one where the dude catches the shield or is there some other thing? The, the uh, What about Italian Spider-Man? You ever seen that?
1: No, I think oh. I've seen footage though.
0: Oh, if you've seen a fat guy with <laughs> no, no, a mustache no. in a tracksuit that looks like a Spider-Man outfit, you, you've seen it.
1: <laughs> okay. I've seen like the Japanese Spider-Man. That shit was weird.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. no. Italian Spider-Man. I, I, I actually... I could be wrong. I feel like it's a, it's a piss take that was made by, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely in the style of, um, what's that show on SBS about like the war, uh, and it's all dubbed and shit. Wow.
1: (laughs) How specific.
0: No, 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 no. Like it's, it's like, it's a piss take, you know, with Hitler and all that. And, um, it's, it's like Austin Powers meets Australian drama, but all done with like accents and shit. Um, I have no idea. Fuck! Paulie loves it. Um, he's probably yelling right now. <sighs> um, you know, you know the one I'm talking about. We we sell the DVD at work. It's like it's like a almost like a sketch comedy sort of setup, but it's you know they're always after, It's like it's like an MI six thing or MI five thing um, where they're all Danger I'm, Five. Danger Five. It's like that. It's like period like that. Shot really shitty. You know, bad sound yeah. and editing and dubbing and stuff. And Italian Spider Man's like, you'll come in, so there's these guys were wrestling some chick in the street, and he jumps in and he's like, hey, and he starts punching them and shit, and they fucking <laughs> run off. And she goes, oh, thank you, Italian Spider Man. And he's like, hey, baby. <laughs> he's like, smacks on the ass and says, <laughs> and fucking gives her what for, for being out in the street or some shit. <laughs> Fuck it all. It's fucked, man, but it's so funny. Um, but he's just literally like they grab some 50 year old fat Italian guy with a mustache and just crammed him into a red tracksuit with a mask on like a Lucha Libre fucking Spider-Man mask. <laughs> hey, Italian Spider-Man. Eh? <laughs> uh, but anyway, we've really digressed. How is Spider-Man homecoming? I haven't seen it. So.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's really good. I really dug it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I personally think it's the best Spider Man movie so far.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, including the Raimi Spider Man's. I mean, to be fair, if someone asked me what my favorite Spider Man movie was, I'd have to stop and think between Spider Man 2 and Homecoming. Okay. And I'd probably give it to Homecoming, like, just edging it out a little bit.
0: So, hang on, which one was Spider Man 2? Refresh my memory. Who was the villain? Doc, Doc Ock. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that one was pretty good. Yeah. See, I, I keep thinking of that as the first one, but the first one was Green Goblin, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah Willem
0: Willem that's right. Defoe. Willem Defoe and shit. Yeah. Willem De yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um but Yeah, no, it was, it was really good. I mean, it's not perfect. Like, I had I had issues with certain things and whatnot, but overall, it was just really fun. Yeah. Just a really fun movie, which in the end is what you want from a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. You just wants to be fun. Yeah. And... He, he, they fucking nailed Peter yeah like Tom Holland just killed it like, he's still, still a goofy taking kid. him back to high school yeah 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 goofy kid doesn't quite fit in
0: yeah but oh. he's just fucking capable of stopping buses and shit
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he literally says that in the movie He's like I could stop a bus with my bare hands but yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so you know good action what about okay how how is uh, old mate um, villain going uh, Keaton Keaton yeah
1: Fuck man He was good Yeah He um Good villain like, I've uh, never heard of the Vulture not, So um, For good reason Like <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of the Vulture In the comics He, He's To me He's just an old dude In a pyjama suit With wings Oh really like,
0: so Yeah he, I mean so he's so that's definitely bad type suit
1: Based on what I've seen <laughs> Oh yeah Yeah Like he's had some Decent storylines Throughout the years But like Oh man, he's just one of those villains. i was like, why are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> go just go away. Is he typically a but Spider yeah, they, Man they, villain
0: or is he just a Marvel general?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's movie. a Spider Man villain Okay, yeah. yeah. So it makes sense. I think sense. he's like the yeah, He was the second Spider Man villain ever. Oh really? I believe.
0: Well that kind of yeah. makes sense.
1: I can't remember who the first one was. Hmm. That one's throwing me for a loop at the moment. Was it Mysterio? No, it wasn't Mysterio. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, yeah, like the movie movie Vulture was just like a massive improvement over the comic Vulture. I'd take him over Comic Vulture any day. Like he, oh. he had decent motivation for what he was doing and yeah. the acting was fucking great. You know, it's Michael fucking Keaton. Well, so <laughs> without getting too, too
0: spoilery, his thing was he's pissed off with all these heroes coming around and wrecking everything and he's collecting pieces of kit from like all of the big disaster zones from the previous Avengers fights. Is that right? And using that as his tech?
1: Roughly. Yeah. Like the movie starts off. I'm just going to tell you the fucking start. It's not really a spoiler, but um, the movie literally starts off with him and his company getting a city from the uh, contract from the city to clean up the debris from the first attack in New York city. Mm. And these suits come along and say, Hey, this is our job now it's out under our jurisdiction fuck off
0: oh okay and
1: he's sort of like he's sort of like yeah like i i have a contract with the city what are you doing blah blah, blah. like i've invested all my money into this oh et cetera et cetera and they're like you know this is just like sorry this is this is us now take it up if you have an issue take it up with our superiors yeah and he finds out that the, the superiors are tony stark and like the city of new york they came oh. together to clean it all up and get all the technology. So he's like, well, you know what? Fuck you. Is Tony still paranoid? I'm going to take some of this tech. uh, you don't really know, to be honest.
0: Yeah. It's not really covered. Well, you know, cause I mean, he was always, yeah. that was the whole point of Ultron, right? Was he was, uh, feeling the guilt of kind of being responsible for yeah, yeah. bringing all this on the city, you know?
1: Yeah. But uh, I mean, at this point, like in the Spider-Man storyline, the main storyline, this is after civil war. So, he, I think he's sort of, he's a lot more grounded. He's a lot more um, confident in himself, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's, he's back to the old Tony Stark, I guess. Okay, cool, yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, Keaton's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to take this technology and sell it on the black market. And they use some of it to make weapons for themselves. And they make the vulture suit out of it and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Is there any parts yeah, of it then- that are
0: recognizable? What do you but, mean? Like, is there any parts of the Vulture suit that you're like, hey, that's such and such as thing? Or, <laughs> yeah, or is oh, it just, no, they just no, reverse they, engineer they tech?
1: The, yeah, they just reverse engineer tech from yeah. um, the Chitori who attacked in the first Avengers.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. That makes a lot more so, sense. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So out of 10? Uh, eight. Eight out of 10. Nice. So yeah, I'll definitely see that. I I was going to last week, but we were sick and shit, so we didn't end up going. But um yeah. Now on movies, uh you were banging on the other day about the Blade Runner trailer. Now I, I said I didn't watch it because I heard it was a little spoilery. Um you claim otherwise, but what what's what's turned like I know you've seen the first one. Um mm-hmm. first trailer. Um what's what
1: sort of stands out about this one? Uh the director, first of all. Yeah, uh, who directed it? Um, Dennis Dennis Villeneuve. I, I can't pronounce his fucking last name. Villeneuve. But he directed um Prisoners and Arrival. Okay.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Uh,
1: Wait. Yeah, so so, so giving... he's directing
0: this Blade Runner movie.
1: Yeah, he's directing the new one.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I was yeah a bit confused. Yeah. So okay, that's good. <laughs> Because no, no, I was asking, like, why three, is this trailer better than the the first trailer? And you're like, oh, the director. Like, ah, yeah, well, wait, who, who? What? Someone?
1: <laughs> someone cut the trailer. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for the movie because of the director. First yeah, off. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um. The the trailer was like, uh, it was just a feast for the eyes. Have you seen it, or have you still not?
0: No, no, I still haven't watched it. Yeah, I'm right. trying. I just don't want to get it ruined.
1: You know. I yeah, want to go right. into
0: Blade Runner two like I went I into know, Blade it's... Runner one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was just the the acting I saw in it, the visuals. Oh my god, the visuals! It looks fucking insane. Like if they take the old Blade Runner and give it a modern day coat of paint, mm-hmm. essentially. Okay. Um, mix in some like, uh, like Ghost in the Shell sort of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just it looks fucking stunning. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and like even some, from the first the Some of the, some of the, the plot on. details. Yeah. And some of the plot details they were giving away. And from what I can tell, some of the themes they're going to hit on, just look, it, it's shaping up to be pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I have a lot of faith in this. Well,
0: I mean, what what movie has Jared Leto ever been in that wasn't amazing? <laughs> I can't think of anything Don't in make recent, recent history. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your mileage may vary.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Um yeah, no. It's uh I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I just I the the only thing I don't want to know about is people's bullshit bitchy opinions about how oh, they're fucking destroying the franchise or they're ruining it. I just want people to if they don't like it just to shut the fuck up, you know? And just accept mm. that it's maybe not the Blade Runner for them.
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's um, the thing, like, it's not even a remake, it's a sequel. Yeah, so that's so, why you've
0: got to be infinitely like, more careful, though, you know, like, because it's not, you can't write it off as like, no, 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 this is the one for the millennials, if you don't like it, it's just it's just because you're an old cunt, you know?
1: <laughs> mm.
0: So you got to... No,
1: but yeah, I don't know, I feel, I feel like you've got to be more careful if it's a remake, like, if you're doing a remake, you're, getting, you're instantly getting backlash, mm. regardless. But if you're doing a sequel, I think a lot more people might be a bit more open to the idea yeah yeah but yeah yeah I so don't know. that's just me i'm
0: just trying to figure out i'm drawing uh nissa leaning in the window and i'm trying to figure out how to get her attitude right
1: <laughs> uh. just just follow the eyebrows
0: <laughs> furrowed there you go <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: tricky there we go um Okay, so there's this phenomenon that I became aware of yesterday. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm not 100%, 100% sure about where, where it even came from or what the fuck is going on. But um, this disaster artist movie, based on The Room, which I've not seen. Um, that blew I just my mind. Others.
1: Like, yeah. I just naturally assumed you had seen The Room at some point.
0: How old is it? Like, how come everyone I know has seen it, not me? How did it get by me? Like, what the fuck? What happened?
1: Uh, the Room is not that old. Really? Yeah, it was 2015, mm-hmm. I believe. Oh, really? Wow, so no. that's it. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, no, way older. <laughs> it uh, released on June 27th, 2003. 2003? Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Well maybe it maybe it made pop culture sort of um sort of thing around like Yeah it, it def-
1: definitely would have garnered its tension at the time. Yeah. I can't I can't imagine. But yeah. That's <laughs> that's how old the movie is.
0: Okay, so set me up. What is okay, explain the room to me and why it's a phenomenon.
1: Okay. <laughs> you know those movies that are so bad they're good? Yeah. Well, this movie is so mon- monumentally awful that it is a cinematic masterpiece.
0: Well, so, okay, so I saw like a a little, you know, one of those YouTube sort of compilation clips, you know, where fifteen reasons why the Room is a modern masterpiece. You know, that's
1: a, yeah,
0: <laughs> and um, and I watched. So I've, I've seen a fair bit of it, and I understand the general plot, which. I use the term loosely. If,
1: if, yeah, I was going to say if you can understand the general plot, you're miles ahead of what yeah. I am. And I've seen the fucking movie.
0: So it's about a guy who's got a chick, and they're having some issues and uh, and stuff. But the rest of the there's whole scenes that don't even add into the the dynamic of that main central plot
1: and. Yeah. You know,
0: this is this is what I hear, and I'm like, well, who? First of all, who made it and why? Like, what, uh, was it like it's to to me? It has all the hallmarks of like a film student project that just went fucking wrong, you know, because nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. But that's not the case, you know.
1: Like mm, it's, yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm kind of throwing you yeah, under the yeah. bus here because
1: <laughs> you're you're. you're. Your main dude here is Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, he 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 directed it. He produced it. He wrote it. He started it. Mm. He's he plays the main character in it. And I I don't know. I didn't really look too much into it. Yeah. He, he. Oh God. He got the money somehow. I think I can't remember how much he fucking spent on it, but it was in the millions. Really. Yeah.
0: Fuck. Yeah. It's, I mean, I know yeah. it must be because there's effects. Like that scene in the Disaster Artist trailer where they got the big the big green screen and he's fucking doing these 72 shit, yeah. takes in front of it or whatever. Um, yeah. It legitimately in the movie is green screened. So they set yeah. up a set for that shit. It just, to me, it yeah. has all the hallmarks of somebody who's a fan of cinema who went, I'm going to do that. I've got money. I'm going to make a movie and has no concept of how to do it and no
1: I, reasonable. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Just has no it was, like it, it was it independent knowledge. it wasn't it wasn't part of any studio or anything it was just him yeah. funding the whole thing and making it but yeah um the disaster artist itself is actually a book written by Greg Sestero who okay. played Mark in the room he basically wrote this book chronicling the experience <laughs> of making the room and <laughs> How it affected him and whatnot, and blah blah blah. So, yeah, Jesus and Christ. that's what Franco's taken a hold of, and he's using that to make this disaster artist movie. So,
0: so that would be but, yeah. the guy who, uh, he's uh, James's brother, what's his name? Other Franco James's Dave, yeah, he's Dave Franco, yeah, Dave Franco would be playing that guy,
1: he's playing, yeah, probably, mm. <laughs> dude. I, you just. You got to watch the room. <laughs> My God! <laughs> Please, do. I didn't. It's, it's hit a, ex- I didn't.
0: I did not. Asshole! <laughs> oh, <laughs> hi, Mark. <laughs> it's like it's seriously. It it looks like porn, but with no sex in it. Yo, actually, yeah, actually, that's not true because apparently there's heaps of sex so, in it, and they're really yeah. full on and well, just it's, gross.
1: It's the same sex scene played like four times, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> My God. It's it's a it's a fucking experience. Yeah, they mentioned that. They mentioned They're that released. they redid a lot
0: of reused a lot of footage.
1: Yeah. I just oh, god. it's <laughs> it's a movie I've seen once and I've never forgotten it. Like
0: I <laughs> I mean that's saying something in itself, you know. <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> we could yeah. all like, hope I, to I've one seen day...
1: I've seen so many movies in my life and you could probably mention some of like I've totally forgotten that I've watched that.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is not one of those. And,
1: yeah, this is not one of them. No, it's uh, it's fucking something. Wow. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I mean it's like it's almost like he deliberately. You know, it reminds me of um, who was the man on the moon about? Um, uh, Jesus Christ! You know me; I'm terrible at pulling names. The guy that you know, the movie man, man in the moon
1: uh i haven't seen it
0: uh, okay right it's it's about a guy hang on I got, i'm gonna to have to find out because
1: andy jim, kaufman
0: andy kaufman yeah uh jim carrey played him in the movie and andy kaufman was a comic from from back in the 70s who was just he's just one of those dudes who just lives on another plane you know what i mean like the reason he was funny is mm. because he just makes no sense He was just Real whacked out dude, and he was a serious practical joker. Like he would do things that practical jokes against the entire nation. He'd come up with these in, insane things to just fuck with anybody and everybody. Um and uh he, <laughs> you know, it, it was actually played really well by Jim Carrey. Um, but he was like He was the kind of guy who spent his entire life just fucking with people for fun. Uh and there's yeah. a really there's a really moving scene actually in the movie where He's dying of cancer and he's got heaps of money and stuff. And he's going around, he's trying everything he can to try and figure out how to get around it. And he hears about this dude out in fucking, I don't know, India or something who can, you know... um, You know, faith healing style healing, but he's getting all these results. So he's like, fuck it. No, last resort, I'll go out there. And he heads out there and this dude, he sees this guy, like he does... He knocks people out with the chant, you know what I mean? And he fucking... Then he'll reach inside their abdomen and pull out this awful tumor looking thing and throw it in a bucket. And uh, and then they'll wake up and they'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm healed, I'm healed. They'll wipe all the blood off and they're healed, right? And he's looking at it going, this is fucking crazy. What the, you know, And then the next patient walks in and out of the corner of his eye, he sees this dude like reach into like, a bag or something and pull out whatever it is he's about to pull out of this person's abdomen, you know? Yeah. And hide it in his hand and do the whole procedure and pull it out. And go, hey, we got it, you know. And he realizes he's been duped, and um, and it's like this pivotal moment. It's like I've spent my entire life fucking with people, and mm. this is how I get fucked with in the end, you know. Like it's it's really, really dark, but it's it's seriously it's just, it's a good watch, man. For a biopic, it's it's way more interesting than usual because nobody's more interesting in the world than Andy Kaufman, you know. <laughs> um he was just yeah, fair just a complete fucking nutcase and in, in 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 a way that just people tolerated because he was funny you know like it, it, he made people laugh yeah. and that's all he ever did you know? um but he was one of those dudes who he would literally make a movie like the room um without anyone knowing he was involved maybe and deliberately directed that way just so people would watch it and go what 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 the fuck? What am I watching? What is this? It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And because he would know that it would become viral and it would become like part of the, <laughs> the ecosystem. You know? um, yeah. and, would, and in the end, he could pull off the covers and go, fuck you, I did it. <laughs> it was me. You know? um, um, yeah, but it just I, when I was watching it, I was just thinking this this dude, whatever his name is, is is literally just doing Andy Kaufman, you know? Um, because nobody in their right mind looks at what they were doing and thinks that's acting. You know?
1: It's it's Yeah, like, you'd think so, but you but know it,
0: it's got this whole <laughs> honestly it's got this whole vibe like um what'd you call it? Like um um I'm trying to think. You, you know when oh, yeah. you know whenever you see actors acting in a way to look like they're acting like, you know, like, you know, someone yeah. on a TV show, they're like, we're shooting this shitty ad for our company. And then they got to act like they don't know how to act. That's what it felt like. Yeah. You know, it was, there was times <laughs> where his his dialogue looks like he's trying to be a cut rate. Um, uh, uh fucking Jesus Christ. I got to stop doing this. <laughs> um, you know, that's <laughs> a fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> enough with the scorching
1: Christopher, <laughs> Christopher
0: Walken. Walken yeah because his, his, his pentameter his meter with which he talks is very similar you know and, uh, and I'm like is, is he doing I I don't know if he's like watched Christopher Walken and thought that that guy can act and he's like I'm going to do everything I can to be like Walken you know? um, um, or, or it's just part of you know because he's got an accent and shit and it just sort of comes off that way you know, fuck.
1: yeah. I mean, look, in the end, the only person that knows is Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. And if he was fucking with everyone, he probably would have said it by now.
0: <laughs> if he never
1: will. Why? The joke just keeps on getting better. Well, the, yeah, like if he never does, quote unquote, own up to it, I guess, then fucking he's probably one of the best practical jokers of all time. There you go. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's a fucking Kaufman, man. That's what he's doing.
0: I'm going to put some broken glass in here. Yeah, that's better. Um, Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm interested now to watch the movie. I just don't know if I'll be able to devote time to it because, I mean, realistically, should I? <laughs> I'm a busy man. Yes.
1: Yes, you should. All
0: right, cool. All right, I'll take that on board. Um, Yeah, so, all right. So now... Before the podcast, you mentioned that you had some exciting comic book news that you wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah, exciting for me, probably yeah, not yeah. for anyone else. But yeah. you know, um, Hackslash is coming back.
0: Hackslash. Now, I think we've talked about that before.
1: Probably a long time ago. Hmm. But um, yeah, Tim Seeley is bringing Hackslash back. It's called Hackslash Resurrection. Uh, I don't know when it starts. <laughs> to be honest. Hack Slash. But, um... Wait, so fill me in again. What's yeah, Slash oh. again? October. Comes back in October. Okay, Hack Slash is about a girl called Cassie Hack who goes around killing slashers, which are essentially beings that have come back from the dead to kill teenagers, essentially. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, wow. They, they follow that that trope of the typical slasher of like you Jason's, your Michael Myers, your Freddy Krueger. Oh, of
0: course. Yeah, yeah. You have mentioned this, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, um... So, yeah, it's, it's, and it's essentially a, a big – I wouldn't say a piss take. Like, it is a, a serious comic, but it's a good sort of satire on the slasher genre yeah. and just sort of takes the takes the piss out of it and uses its own rules against it. So, it's like a Monster and of the Week
0: thing, kind of like Buffy or whatever, but
1: um... – it the, the original comic does sort of start off like that, but mm-hmm. it does evolve into like a bigger story and a bigger arc, and it follows Cassie and her sort of evolution into who she wants to be, I guess.
0: Okay. Does it use licensed characters or?
1: Uh, from my knowledge, she's, they've only used one. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and that was uh, Chucky. Oh, okay. Chucky cool. was in an arc. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't imagine really it would cool. cost
0: much for the license for Chucky though.
1: <laughs> yeah, not nowadays anyway. Hmm. But yeah, no, that was, that was a really interesting arc, I thought. Um, <laughs> he ends up being eaten by... A, Alligator in a Florida swamp. <laughs> no, sorry, a Louis Louisiana swamp. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, but then like it, it does that typical, you know, slasher ending where the the killer's not really dead, and you see Chucky fucking rip open the the mouth of the alligator, and oh, okay. Like <laughs> well, you you kind of yeah. have to, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can't <laughs> not do it. Yeah,
0: the old launching out of the water at the end, just before the credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that sounds cool. What's um, art style like? What's it? Who who's um, who's drawing it? Actually, you know what, I'll look it up. Might be easier. <laughs> <I> mean...
1: <laughs> no offense. Uh, they've, they've only released um they've only released covers so far, I think. And one of the covers was written by uh, drawn by Tim Seeley, who was the creator. And the other one
0: The covers are awesome. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. All right, I could definitely read this. So they're bringing it back. Yep. Let me know when it comes out because I'll grab it on my pull list. Looks pretty cool.
1: Uh, October 25th. Hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I'll forget. So
1: <laughs> I'll probably forget as well. I have to tell the guys today. It's like, just make sure it's on my pull list. Put it on there now. Mad. Yeah, really, really excited for
0: that. Hmm. Okay, now I've got to figure out how in one panel to draw Nissa flying off towards the wasteland. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I know Sean Murphy ever sits there and goes, It's too much. I don't know how to do this.
1: (laughs) I expect you to message me one day, it's like, dude, I rewrote the comic. She said it's too much and stop doing it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what we need to do? We need to when we when you know in in twenty eighty when we're done with this one, we should do a comic about flat yep. earth theory, where a couple of pe- dudes find out that the flat earth theory is actually <laughs> legit. <laughs>
1: oh my god! <laughs> That'd be
0: so cool. <laughs> it's got to happen, man. It's got to happen. Well, I mean, uh, what, what, it's it's not a theory I mean, if it's uh, true.
1: <laughs> Got to let me get through King Nothing first, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah,
0: King Nothing and then... Okay, King Nothing and then Flat Earth. You know, well, yeah. working title. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you draw a fucking wasteland?
1: <sighs> Easy, a lot of flat ground.
0: Yeah, like scorched earth wasteland? Like, just... More like desert.
1: With, with just buildings, like... Dead... dead. All right, so I I know what I'm going to
0: do. First things first, I've got to set a vantage, like a horizon line, so I can put in my buildings. All right, so essentially what I'm going to do is have a view above the building tops, um, leading out to just like Badlands, just like, you know, like there's going to be a fringe of buildings um, at the edge, and then. You know, I imagine looking out at Central Park or something like that. But if Central Park didn't, wasn't just a couple of blocks, it just kept going, um, yeah. but without trees. <laughs>
1: yeah, that pretty much works. Yeah.
0: All right. God damn, every day is a new challenge. That's what I like about this. It's always something. Um, okay. Yeah. So the other thing that's happened this week, which is a bit sad, is Romero. Passing away, George A. Romero. Just so you're not confused <laughs> with all the other Romero. Yeah. Um, Dawn of the Dead. Day or Day of the Dead. Fucking. Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. He was the zombie dude. Yeah. You know, like that's he was the zombie dude. To. Yeah. Yeah. Who you went to for zombie? Fucking. I mean, how much? How much? Like, you know, they've been through this whole zombie resurgence in recent years. How much of that lore just comes from this guy's mind? You know. Yeah. Like there's different yeah. versions. Like he was always a slow-moving zombies kind of dude for the most part. Um, mm. Was he involved in the recent Dawn of the Dead remake in the mall? Was uh, that I was don't it? know.
1: Yeah, I, have to, I honestly I have to don't look know. Because
0: um, that was fast-moving zombies. Um, but you know, he's 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 the dude who just ran with that whole lumbering horde sort of vibe. You know. Mm. Pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, it's, like, sad, sad that it happened, but hmm. he was, what, 77, yeah. I think? good innings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's not, not to sound like an arsehole here, but I probably will, but yeah. it's not like he was taken too early, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. You
1: know? Like, I think one of the things that's sort of been in the back of my head for the past couple of years, it's, like, Stan Lee's getting old. Like yes. Obviously, he doesn't write and create comics anymore, but he's still a prominent figure in pop culture. But, like, when that shoe drops, holy shit, dude. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. There's, it's
1: going mean, to be fucking everywhere. Like, yeah. I feel like Romero, it, it sort of went a bit quietly. Mm-hmm. To me, anyway. Like, yeah, I didn't... You'd expect more I fanfare. I feel like not a lot of people... Yeah, not a lot of people mentioned it no, like
0: when they make a good subway salad. Like, it, you need more fanfare. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Jesus,
1: that's Christ, that's a rooster teeth. Yeah, no one else gets that God one. Damn. Yeah,
0: but um, <laughs> I, just, I just expected more fanfare. Um, yeah, but you know, like, you're right, though. Like, it's he had a good innings, he left his mark on the world, no one's ever going to forget it, you know. Um, yeah. Which is yeah. always that's that's always a sign of one of the masters, you know. Um he's been emulated yeah. but, you know, never really I Imitated. mean. Yeah, exactly. Like nobody nobody can claim to have achieved what he achieved, you know? Um yeah. Yeah. and that's 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 the way you want to go, dude. Being remembered for all the shit you did as opposed to the shit you didn't do. Um <laughs> Yeah. But um yeah, speaking of uh, Stan Lee, though, uh, Walk of Fame.
1: So, oh, wow. That was, that was a pretty interesting segue. <laughs> I didn't even
0: think of that. No, pretty interesting segue is that thing you ride around with a helmet when you're a tourist in, like, San Diego. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, yeah, that was... Um, will I know. in a rest, in a rest of development. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, well, you know, illusionists need to have all the best kit, you know. Um, so, all right, well. Um, so the Walk of Fame to me is what because I've been there, right? And it's in the seediest fucking part of Hollywood. That is one of those places. I was reading a thing on Reddit the other day. It's like travelers of Reddit, where's one place you'd never go again? And it was mentioned a couple of times because <laughs> it's in like <laughs> the the Walk of Fame is the only real attraction. There's like a, a bit of a mall there, um, which has some cool flagship like the stores. Chinese theater. Yeah, Grauman's is there. Yeah. Um, see Okay, so you got the Walk of Fame, which is the stars, right? And they go for quite a, a long distance too, along, along the thing. And they do move them. They pick them up and move them. So your star, could it starts off in the middle of Hollywood, but six months from now, it could be like down the end of the street in front of a crack house. <laughs> you know? so, so it's not that big a deal. Um, then you've got Grauman's, which is this theater that has buildings around it. So it's kind of like its own little alcove sort of thing. The theater set back on the lot and there's big yep. walls on either side so it's sort of protected you walk into the space um, and that's where you see the handprints like you you know when people get their handprints and stuff now did Stanley get one of those or did he get a a walk of fame star
1: now I'm confused uh, uh, the handprints yeah okay so you that was probably
0: a, probably a groundman's yeah. Um, which is in many ways probably a little bit more prestigious because a lot of people don't know this the walk of fame stars you actually have to pay for the city charges you 25 grand oh, wow. for one yeah so what typically happens is it's usually a marketing strategy by the studio um where they'll yeah. go, um, you know, Tom Cruise's been doing good lately. let's kick him off with a walk of fame star um and then usually the studio will pay the city on their behalf, yeah. but it's not uncommon for stars to pay for their own, yeah, which is what was going to happen with Adam West, but um Ralph Garman actually raised the money uh, so that he wouldn't have to because he's like that's fucking. Bullshit,
1: you know. Bullshit,
0: yeah. Yeah, Adam Adam West doesn't pay for his own fucking star, you know. Um, and so what happens is like it's it, the committee, there's a committee, and they will decide who gets a star. And then they'll come to you and mm. say, hey, we're going to give you a star. Uh, we just need a check for 25 grand.
1: <laughs> and you're like, but uh, I'm an old. We like, decided to let you pay us $25,000. I'm,
0: I'm an old cinematographer, dude. I got no money, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I haven't worked in 82 years, you know. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just this weird thing. I mean, I guess someone's got to pay for it. But you'd think the city would do it as part of their tourism campaign because there's a hundred and fifty thousand motherfuckers who walk on those things every year. You know, yeah, um, yeah, I was one of them. So it's like it's it's one of those economical situations I've never really. Grasped, and it's cool. You know, you walk along and you see like fucking Donald Trump, somebody, and and you you know you take a photo of it and you Google, and and that's the end of it. It's not really something that's like, um, memorable for the rest of your life. You know, like going yeah, to the Grand Canyon, or, yeah. And 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 not only yeah. that, it feels. I don't want to trash talk Hollywood because I actually quite like it there, but realistically, it's it's not a good part of town. Like you travel in travel by cab for five minutes to the west and you've got West Hollywood, which is lovely. That's like the Oxford Street sort of area of Sydney. There's a big gay community there. But I've walked around there at night down to like the convenience store and stuff like that many, many times at like 11 o'clock at night. And you see one or two homeless people, but you wouldn't ever expect that there'd be any trouble. You know, Hollywood, on the other hand, like Hollywood proper, like that Walk of Fame strip is like... I'd, you know when it's busy like you know before like 10 o'clock or something like that when there's still tourism and people are going to restaurants and shit sure but after that i wouldn't feel comfortable walking through there with nat you know um and, and mm-hmm. least of all not past that you know that three or four blocks sort of range where you got um essentially it sort of starts at like the wax museum and then you got Grauman's and um uh the the what's it called the theater the um they changed the name of it um where they do the Oscars and shit, that theater there. Um, and then you've got a few other sort of buildings down beyond that. And then down on the next block on the corner, you've got um, Ripley's Believe It or Not, uh, you know, one of those places. Um, and then that's about it. After that, you sort of start getting into dingy T-shirt shops and stuff that are selling like five five shirts for $10 tourism bullshit. And then you got dudes like just standing on the street smoking weed, you know, and... <laughs> And uh, and just like just people, you just they're not doing anything wrong, but you're not comfortable being there around them, you know. Like it's yeah. a bit weird, um, that that sort of thing. So it's it's really you can tell everyone there's hustling, you know, because no one's mm. getting money and shit. And that's for some people, that's kind of a cool environment. For me, it was just like oh, I don't need this shit. I'm going back to West Hollywood with the gays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, get a millions of milkshakes in West Hollywood. I recommend it. Um, yeah, but it's the Walk of Fame star situation. To whenever I hear about it, I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> somebody's obviously releasing a movie next year or something, you know. Um, yeah. But I mean, admittedly, I'm glad I went because now I can talk about it and it's an experience and a memory and stuff. But it's again, I definitely never go back. Um, unless of course I was taking somebody else, you know, like you, someone yeah. wants to see it. I'm like, yeah, fucking we'll go, you know. Um but yeah, the Walk of Fame, yeah. It's not like they're there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, oh, look, celebrities that uh, were here at one point. Actually they weren't here, they were up the street where they hold the ceremonies, but then they moved it down here next to some nineteen twenties fucking movie star you've never heard of. Um You know, am I coming off as a little cynical?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but like, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. like (laughs) It's kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, I I totally, I totally get where you're coming from. But again,
0: it just comes back to the reason I I, I don't understand why the city doesn't pay for it in that Mm -hmm. case. Because it really is, the, the only reason it's there is to attract tourists. You know, families of people going, oh my God. It's Kim Kardashian star. Oh, my God. My- God. Let get a fed out. She, she would have one. Oh, probably. They probably all do. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, Grauman's to me is a little bit more prestigious because, one, there's only so much fucking space in there. And to be honest yeah. with you, they must get rid of some because, it, like, whenever I've been there, because I've been there a couple of times, it's, um, it's, uh, it, it always seems like it's full. You know, like there's... Because essentially they just pour a slab of concrete. They must jackhammer up some and just pour a slab of, you know, like just a cup, you know, like a meter by half a meter or something like that. And then they'll they'll do, you know, if something like there's you know, Star Wars and stuff there that's got like c 3 P on R2-D2's footprints. And I think um, even Chewbacca or somebody, you know, they're all in one and everybody signed it, you know. Actually, Darth yeah. Vader. Darth Vader's boot prints are in there, yeah. Um and things like that. But the... Uh, <laughs> um, and everybody's walking around, putting their hands in the handprints going, oh my God, my hands are the same size as Schwarzenegger's, you know, which they are, mind you. I have schwarzenegger size hands. So for those playing at home, exactly the same size. There you go. Except he's broader across here, but... Um, it's from all the lifting. Uh, no, but it's, it's... That in itself is interesting because you're sort of walking around and you go, holy shit, you know, like... Um, I don't know, like you might see that uh, Carrie Fisher had really tiny feet, you know, and it, and it makes mm. you sort of think, she, well, she must be a tiny human, you know, like there's little... You don't <laughs> think... It, when people are on screen, you never see their scale properly, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Keanu Reeves has the same size hands as me too. Um, yeah, but if I can the the only the only reason that I'm super psyched that I went to the Walk of Fame and Grauman's and stuff like that is it's always in video games, <laughs> and I can relate. <laughs> I'm like I've been here. <laughs> if I turn left here, I'm gonna wind up at Grauman's. You know, like that's cool. That's uh, it's always a buzz. Grand Theft Auto being the big one, um, and of course, what else? It's in um,
1: It'd be in L. A. Noir, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, probably. Actually, no, you know what? I was thinking it was Saints Row as well, but that was actually probably GTA. <laughs> I'm like, because it's so goofy. You go there and there's like these dudes wearing like spacesuits look like Halo, you know, and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because that, yeah, that, that's yeah. where all those cosplayers hang out to get tips. Um, and, they, you know, they're fucking dressed as Vader or fucking Yoda and shit. Um, but yeah, it looked so goofy. I, I just... In my mind's eye, I just remembered it as Saints Row, but it's not. It's GTA. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: okay, so hang on. We've got to do Comic of the Week, so I'm going to press the button. Here we go. Oh, God. Comic of the Week. Comic of the Week. All right. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to have to work out how to route that so we can hear it because <laughs> it kind of just feels... <laughs> just, I'm just watching the meter bounce around and I'm like, okay, the sound, sound, sound. No sound. All right, cool. <laughs> Giving everyone Jesus. a peek behind the curtain. Comic of the week, what do you got for us, man?
1: Just waiting for that week where she's like awkward silence for just that little too long. It's going to be wonderful. But, you know, joys of editing and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Comic of the week, I am going to travel to outer space. Oh. Take us there, man. Kind of. Uh, not really out of space, but it involves out of space. Um, Blackest Night.
0: Darkest Day.
1: It's a... <laughs> yeah, you you're kind of there. It's the... It's a Green Lantern run mm-hmm. uh, story arc. Um, there's a lot of build-up to it, so if I was to recommend... Reading it, I'd probably start like all the way back to Greenland Rebirth, going to the Sinestro Core War, right. and all this other stuff, and blah blah blah, leading into Blackest Night. It just makes the story that more epic, mm-hmm. I guess. But the Blackest Night story involves the whole DC universe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, essentially Blackest Night, it's it's about essentially the Black Lantern Necron coming to sort of wipe everyone out because he's the Black Lantern's a, a death um, okay. he's he he's right hand man or he's sort of I guess uh, what's the word I'm looking for his conduit in the real world until he can come through is Black Hand who was obsessed with death and whatnot not as, as he was growing up mm-hmm. he he was a very interesting character actually because for him to become a Black Lantern he actually shot himself in the head and killed himself wow so it's to become talk. a Black Lantern Yeah you, To become a Black Lantern you have to die mm-hmm. And at that point in the DC Universe A lot of, of major Heroes were dead Oh, okay. So like Martian Man Was dead, Superman was dead Orca um, was dead Like just a lot of these I think like Green Arrow, even the Flash Was dead, so when Necron Came back, he resurrected all these Dead superheroes to fight for him Oh wow Yeah.
0: So, are (laughs) they? Is is there a name for these this group? Like, you know how they have like Bizarro Superman
1: and shit like that? No, no, they're just Black Lanterns. Okay.
0: So, but are they in the form of like Superman and fucking?
1: Yeah, they're they're in the form, but like they're dead form, I guess. Okay, like they they essentially look like zombies, zombie versions of themselves. Yeah. Um, I believe even I think even Batman comes back as a Black Lantern at some stage. Oh, wow. But yeah, anyway, it's it's just, it's one of those big events, like, people talk about your Crisis on Infinite Earths and, like, pretty much the Crisis stories, mm-hmm. like your Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis have being the big, huge DC events. Mm. I feel like Blackest Night is the most fun because it's, it's essentially the Green Lantern core and sort of getting all the other corps to work together to stop this one dude Who's just fucking shit up, yeah, <laughs> like, on, on an insane level, and like you, you see stuff that would you'd probably normally see in like an Elseworlds story, or like a non-canon story, like yeah. So this they, is legitimate canon story. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. I mean, you know, before all the reboots and stuff. Yeah, 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 but. There's a point in the story where they need more uh, lanterns. They need more people for the for the different cores because there's six different cores. Mm. You got love, will, uh, uh, compassion, greed, fear, rage, hope. Okay. Seven. Yeah, seven different cores. Anyway, yeah, they need they need more people, and they they send out more rings to find people on Earth, and they the different. Parts of the emotional spectrum latch on to certain characters. And as it happens, you're like, holy fuck, that makes so much sense. For instance, Batman uh, gets offered a yellow ring, the yellow ring of fear, because he uses fear as a weapon. Yeah, makes against sense, back. yeah. Um, like Lex Luthor got offered the, the orange ring of greed because he's you know he wants the world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Flash gets the Blue Ring of Hope and all this other stuff. It's just really cool to see shit like that. As a DC fan, anyway, I'm just like... The first time I read it, I was just like fanboying all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Fanboying's another word for something else. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a really fun read. It's just like on, on such an epic scale. Like, you don't see stuff like that anymore. Like, yeah. I haven't seen something like that in ages. Yeah. Like, even, even the Rebirth story that happened was... It's, it's very small. Like, they're still building on it and working on it, and then, like, stuff's happening in the future. But, yeah, to me, Blackest Night is just, yeah, good, good fun read. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're actually interested in Greenlands and, like, haven't really, uh, you know, read anything and you want to jump in, I, I'd say it's, it's a decent jumping in point because it, it gives you a good concept of the emotional spectrum as a whole mm-hmm. and sort of makes you aware of them because a lot of Green Lantern stories and like a lot of the runs ongoing runs, they don't really touch on that stuff. Mm. Like the, the most you see is like a, a white Lantern, And even then there's no more of those guys left. Yeah. But so um, this,
0: this gives you a bit more perspective about the universe of the lanterns.
1: Yeah. And I think mm. the DC universe as a whole, like mm. what the scale of it, I guess, and what the green Lanterns actually do.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So, other than yeah. just make shit sure oh, yeah. with their minds,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which which is cool enough, but yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, the the Scott Snyder thing I was telling you about the other day, <laughs> where he he, put, he stuck up a picture that Greg Capullo had drawn of all of the heroes in <laughs> fucking in this yeah, ship that like that Hal Jordan was creating with his ring, but he's like, I love how he's put Batman up the front with a set of controls so he can pretend like he's flying the ship. <laughs> it's like yes. It makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: no. Nah, good good read. Very good read. Okay. Especially yeah. if you like something on such a big cosmic scale. Because it yeah, does yeah. it spans it spans yeah. the universe and I love that shit. It's mm. so so much fun. That's why I love the Green Lanterns. Their stuff is just it's so apart from the D C universe, but so in it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fucking great. So, yeah, that was, that was my,
0: uh, that was Good. my Good comic of the week. week. Um, shit, what was I going to do? There's something else I wasn't mentioned then. Uh, Green Lantern. Oh, so, okay. So, there's been a lot of talk about, and this is obviously more of a Corey subject matter thing than, um, than a Michael Marshman one, um, but Sean Murphy's, it's gotten out about his uh, his solo book. Batman. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know how unprecedented this is, but literally DC has just gone, dude. We want to see what you want to do with the universe. Have at it. No restrictions on anything. He goes. Someone asked him on Twitter the other day, has there been any restrictions, you know, DC wise, you know, with nudity and stuff? Because you know, I mean, he's always got. <laughs> Sean Murphy's always drawn dicks and things and stuff.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And he's like, yeah, no. Surprisingly, they've they've just let me fucking do what I want to do. There's no, they're not fucking doing anything about it. Like, yeah. um. And I thought, I wondered if that was pretty unprecedented, just specifically for somebody who's, like, Sean Murphy's big, but he's not Greg Capullo big or he's not Jay Lee big. He's he's sort of a bit niche, yeah. you know. Everybody respects his talent, obviously, but he's not one of the first names that most people go to in comic books. Um, yeah, he, he's
1: the, not part of the, the elite, I guess.
0: Yeah, like the boys club sort of thing. Because his style yeah. is very unique and he does his own thing. But they've they've Mm. literally just given him carte blanche and said, fucking do what you want to do. And so what he's done with that is he's created a universe where the Joker's been cured. And he's now um, working to protect the city against this vigilante, which is Batman. And Mm. I think that's um, just a real interesting sort of take on on that whole idea. And he's got, he's most of the villains from the animated series are going to be in it and things like that, which is kind of cool fan service. But I just think that that's like, it's, it's, it's interesting. And, and of course the SJWs have already jumped on board with the whole, you can't, mental illness isn't something you can just cure, man. Like he's not just cured, you know, it's like fucking just, okay. So he's, he's taking his meds. How's that sound? You know, just fucking relax. Um, but either way, um, I'm super keen for it because the art style looks good, obviously, you know, I'm a fan. Mm. Um the, the
1: the concept is very interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, provided guys, isn't the
1: Joker using like a political sort of platform to fight the Batman?
0: Correct. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Yeah. It's it's uh it's a bit of a unique spin like, <clears> on <throat> as far as I know anyway. <clears throat>
1: um see I have a feeling it'll turn out to be like the Joker's not necessarily the good guy. He's just using a political platform to get rid of the Batman so he can go off and do his own.
0: Yeah, quite possibly. But but I mean, <clears throat> all we know so far is that he's quote unquote cured. So he's doing cured, it yeah. on the side of good whereas Batman's the bad guy. But it'd be interesting to see it gets flipped around at the end and Batman's like, see? <laughs> You're all yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean...
1: Having, having said that, that would just be pretty fucking standard. Like I've been yeah. seeing that in comics a lot lately. Someone's sort of like yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm like a new friend of yours and Batman's like I don't trust this motherfucker and everyone else yeah. is like, nah, I it's like nah it's all good nah, and the dude stop turns- being a hater <laughs> yeah and then, <laughs> then they turn bad and Batman's just all like yeah told totally. you.
0: <laughs> but it is I mean it's a bit of a it's a bit of a Trump theme you know like you got this dude yeah. who's fucking we all know he's a bad guy but he's doing things and a lot of the people are like no no, no it's cool and there's, there has to be somewhere a voice of reason saying stop mm. fucking buying all of this bullshit you know just um you know we've seen him before fuck everybody over many many times um let's not fall into the trap of thinking he's changed you know i feel yeah, like it's a, it's yeah. a very political based ideal thing whether or not that was what he was going for i don't know but at the end of the day it'd be pretty easy to draw parallels you know
1: yeah mm. i'm yeah. actually drawing parallels between that and the um the simpsons episode where sacha bob runs for mayor yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck now I'm gonna to have to tweet Sean Murphy and say <laughs> I'm onto you man <laughs> <laughs> you and your fucking Sideshow Bob storyline what are you doing <laughs> I guarantee DC was like we need a story out of you he's like I don't know what, I haven't got any ideas and he's like just fucking flips on the Simpsons like wait <laughs> a minute <laughs> oh nice yeah no that's cool I fucking, I'm down for the Sideshow Bob reunion special that's mad oh fuck i keep on drawing really nice buildings and then i look at them and go this is supposed to be derelict you know yeah you can derelict my balls um so yeah because i just drew this like there's actually sorry go on. yeah no, right no down, i just go. drew this little thing on top you know like a little structure on top of the building it looks really nice it's got like an angel standing on top of it and it's a dome you know a lot, a lot of american um Uh, architecture particularly in like San Francisco places like that like on tops of buildings they have these big dome almost like a little cathedral dome thing on the roof with like and they usually have like somebody standing on top of it you know yeah it's pretty common Um, sorry what were you going to say
1: I was going to (laughs) ask should we mention because like I know we're both not fans and we don't really give a shit but should we mention the whole Doctor Who thing (sighs)
0: <laughs> I saw a great photo. There's that night. sigh
1: of like, I really don't want to. But- no, no,
0: no, no, I'm <laughs> down. I'm down. I'll talk about anything. I don't give a shit. Like it's fucking, you know. I mean, you know my take, dude. I don't give a shit. So have at it, you know. But I can understand where frustration comes from. Where it's the same thing when when everyone first heard about there was going to be a black Spider-Man, and again, I've got no problems with that at all, except for the fact mm. that you have a character that's been established for 50 years. And then all of a sudden, it seems like they're going to change it just to make it um, political, uh, like you know, politically diverse, you know, or, or um, socially diverse. Um, whereas my argument would be, well, why not just come up with a whole bunch of new characters with different ethnicities? It doesn't have to be a key character changed to suit, you know, the current political climate. Let's let's not fuck with history. Yeah. Let's just, you know. But then they the idea of Miles Morales, I'm totally down with. As long as it's not, hey, now Peter Parker's uh, like black. I was going to say gay. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Peter Parker can well, be as gay as you want. Either okay. or all. Doesn't like. but, but again, yeah. even then, if they sort of said, hey, now Peter Parker's gay, it's like, well, okay, what about all of that canon of, you know, his relationship with Mary Jane, to Mary Jane and, yeah. and, and all of those Gwen other Stacey. Yeah, Gwen Stacy and everyone else. Um, mm. it, it wouldn't make sense, you know. And so yeah. the yeah. doctor has been a dude for as long as he's been a dude. Uh, what since the seventies, the sixties? Then there must be
1: sixty something like that. You yeah. have to be the late 60s. Like sure. I said, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a knight, you know.
0: But see, this I've is where this is to me where it all falls down, and why I don't give a shit is because su- su- I think I said this the other day at work. They cast um, a, a Doctor Who's always been some old dude, right? That was the idea, old dude with an offsider, right? And then they cast yeah. young hot doctors for a couple of. Revolutions and everybody's like, ooh, and all the girls got involved. They're like, how are they? And then suddenly they they just rolled back and put Peter Capaldi in there, and had an old doctor again. It was like, what's this bullshit? We don't want some old creepy yeah. dude as our fucking doctor. It's like, well, hang on, just rewind a decade or so and tell me what you see. You
1: know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you know, it's like you're always going to get static. But who was it who said? Someone said, one of the original doctors I think was asked about it, and they said, you know what we're going to lose some fans, but we're going to gain a lot more, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, if you're doing it just for the numbers, then I think that's just as, it's just as wrong, you know? Again, mm. I'm not invested in it enough to really care if they put a chicken there or not, but I don't like change for the sake of pandering to the current Certain climate. Groups. Yeah. Like I'm like, Unless of course you're you're targeting them as a target demo, in which case then yeah. sure I guess that makes sense you know but they're not they, they they'd be terrified of losing viewers you know can you imagine if yeah. s- suddenly no one started watching Doctor Who and it, and it just disappeared like there's a cultural icon just vanished and it's been it's more of a cultural icon now than it ever was people used to watch it mm. people used to like it and there was always Doctor Who fans closeted Doctor Who fans hanging around in their houses and shit but now it's like you know you go to any kind of pop culture event even in america where dr who's not even a big thing you'll find a tardis and you'll find fucking um sonic screwdrivers and all that sort of shit for sale you know because it's kind of cool to be a fan now you know maybe that's what it is maybe they're realizing that the demographic of dr who fans is becoming primarily female because i know a lot of chicks who like dr who
1: yeah so do i i think i know more more girls and dudes that like it. Yeah.
0: And in that case, when you look at it from that perspective, it's like, it makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't you give them a character they can relate Mm. to? Like, they've always had to relate to the sidekick. And so now you've got, like, the doctor is now a chick. But see, here's the thing. The entity within the body is still the same character. So if all of a sudden he starts acting inherently feminine, it's not going to make sense. What's going to... I mean, again, I'm I'm talking out of my ass here because I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan. I've seen the odd thing here and there. But surely it would be a fish-out-of-water kooky kind of thing where he's like, I'm in a woman's body, but I'm still a dude.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he would still... Well, they just don't acknowledge it. Like, they, they just still act the same way they've been acting the whole time.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like, it was in, never in an overly masculine In the
1: end, the body shouldn't matter.
0: No, that's right. It's, this, it's the being inside the body that counts, yeah. So maybe yeah. that's what it is. But like, Doctor Who was never an overly masculine character anyway. Um, yeah. So it's not like she's going to have to change her behavior patterns to sort of be a dude, you know, because um, yeah. he was, you know, um, yeah, he's he's more of a intellectual than a bruiser, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I suppose yeah it doesn't true. really make much difference. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I'm, again, I'm, I'm curious to agreement. see.
1: Like, mm. like you, you don't fuck with legacy and history and all that, but. Yeah, like if you, if you want to create something For diversity, say create new characters Doctor Who to me is the exception Because like we said He's he's an entity that shapeshifts Yeah And can be essentially whatever you want It just so happens that for the last 50 years He's decided he's like the dick in Between his legs
0: Yeah, let's try out a vagina <laughs> yeah. Don't lie, we'd all do it
1: Yeah <laughs> 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 Yeah, he's essentially Buffalo building himself. Yeah, he just tucked
0: it back and going to do a couple of series like that and see how it goes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there you go.
1: It works, you know. Look at us solving the world's problems. I was one of the people that wasn't overly pissed that Wally West was black in the New 52 because I was like, if the character's the same, then I didn't give a fuck, Mm. you know? Yeah, fair enough. turns out that he's a different Wally anyway and we have the original Wally back, so it all worked out for everybody. Yeah.
0: did they retcon it and just go we gotta write the original guy back in <laughs>
1: no no they're both there they yeah. are both there that's cool but yeah no yeah, yeah. Yeah. like I said man
0: I'm, 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 I'm all for diversity in everything I feel, I feel like everybody needs to be represented you know and that's not some Gen Y fucking political fucking thing it's just I've always felt that way I, it, to me it's always been harder to understand people's point of view when when They weren't accepting of things, you know, like that. Where uh, even from the age of a kid, whenever I'd see somebody being homophobic or or racist or anything like that, I was always like, "Where's this coming from?" It doesn't just doesn't make sense to me, you know. (laughs) Um, So I and I've always treated any of my friends, no matter who they are, what color they are, or whatever, the same way because to me, everyone is just people, right? That to me is Mm. just a rational thing that most sensible people would uh, prescribe ascribe. Their beliefs to you know, um, but some people out there aren't like that, I guess. You know,
1: uh, I, I just feel Man, like you're, you're 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 colorblind both physically and mentally, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's to me the people I've always aspired to be like were always people who didn't have problems with cultural differences and things like that. So it's just always been the way that I am, you know, mm. um, like, like most sensible people, you know, and nobody wants. Yeah. Um. Somebody to feel like they don't have a hero because of the color of their skin, you know. Everybody. I, I want everybody to enjoy all the things that I enjoy just as much. So I'm not going to sit here and go, yeah. I don't think that they should put a chick in there, or I don't think they should do this or do that. But where mm. I do draw the line is, like I said, like don't change things for changes' sake. You know, come up with a valid reason yeah. at least, or
1: mm.
0: you know. Or, or come up with new characters. There's plenty of room in every universe for there to be a hundred black characters or a hundred Asian characters. In fact, if anything, I feel like Asian characters are the ones that are underrepresented in comic books. You know, mm. when was the last time we saw one? I think the last time I remember seeing, in two, I can think of two offhand. There's Glenn from Walking Dead and there was a character in, what was that reading? Uh, there were an Asian character that was, um, they could stretch. It was, it was in the Suicide Squad book you gave me. Remember the one who ended up getting eaten by King Shark? And was stuck inside King Shark yeah. for like two weeks? Yeah, that was an Asian character. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The top. Huh? The top is the top was Asian in that?
0: Is he a yellow dude? Wears a yellow outfit, I think. I don't know, he's, yellow he's like he's like Reed Richards. But he ends up King yeah, Shark was
1: Huh? Yeah, yeah, it was the top. I don't remember him being Asian, to be honest. I've always seen him as a white dude but then again I've only mainly seen him in older comics so
0: hang on I'll have so, to look at so this it's the, hang on the top I'm <clears throat> looking at that now maybe I just misread it <laughs> uh, hang on oh, I wrote the top Asian then, you, still, you still got
1: like <laughs> you still got like uh, <laughs> that didn't work out well
0: so squad so quite...
1: the top I'm just going to write the top new 52 there you go
0: Katana. Hmm.
1: Oh God. See, that's the problem with uh, trying to find a, a lesser known character on the internet.
0: Uh, oh wow. Huge K-pop star revealed to be the inspiration for the Joker in Suicide Squad. Really? <laughs> Now I'm sort of second guessing. Oh sad though. 'cause doesn't he have a sister in it? I feel hmm? like he's I feel like his character had a sister in it.
1: Oh maybe. It's been a while since I've read him.
0: Squad. Now I'm typing. I'd I
1: go and grab them, but I can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: Suicide squad. This is gonna kill you, isn't it? It it's is!
1: Like, I need to know.
0: Hang on. Now su- hang on. what about the Suicide squad Asian characters. Why
1: don't you just type like go Google images and type King Shark regurgitating?
0: The only thing that would up is katana and Karen what is it? Fukuhara. Um talk katana talk katana. Okay. King Shark pukes up. No, not videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of pictures of the King Shark. Boy, he's gone through some different incarnations.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I type king shark regurgitation, I get actual sharks.
0: Yeah.
1: Fucking hell. This is.
0: Yeah, because he was in there for like two weeks or whatever, and he got real bitter about it. Yeah, I got
1: nothing. Nah. All right. This yeah. is get, too we'll much come, come back
0: to us next week. <laughs> Do some research. I'm certain he's Asian, though. I'm certain of it. Um, but again, the fact that we had to look it up and shit, looking for an Asian character in comic yeah. books, isn't cool at all, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you an Asian character, I mean, Paulie Kwan.
1: There's a Chinese Superman. Is there? Yeah. Chinese Superman. <laughs> oh, God damn. Yeah. It was just kind of funny when you said, like, you know, there's plenty of room in the universes for more characters it's like why don't you just like you can go and create your own universe hmm have a have a universe of nothing but black people do it yeah I'd I'd, re- I'd read that shit <laughs> for sure I mean there
0: probably is there probably is they're just not mainstream DC fucking Marvel bullshit you know I'm sure there's plenty of yes. characters yeah. you know like remember in uh, I mean perfect example in Kevin Smith's uh, Skewniverse he got uh, White Hat and Coon
1: the, the viewer Skewniverse <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> He was part of one of the first societies in the world, while all you white motherfuckers were all still hiding in caves and shit, all terrified of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his name's Malikwa. I would read the shit out of that book, man. He just goes around in his fucking oh God. big hoopty, just just beating up white people. <laughs> uh, the wastelands. All right, so I've drawn the cityscape. Now I just need to figure out how to draw the vast wasteland. <laughs>
1: You'd think drawing nothing would be easier, right?
0: Right? <laughs> Except, that, what do you put in there? It's got to be established that it's a wasteland, not just land, you know? Yeah.
1: <sighs> Speaks and specks of ruins and stuff, I guess. Yeah, just like little fucking...
0: I don't know. It's it's just tricky as fuck. I need to find <clears> some <throat> reference somehow. Yeah, fair enough. You know? um, this is going to be flat. I won't put mountains and shit. Maybe I'll put a few mountains in the background. Like, yeah, like that. Really small. But um, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that's gonna probably do it for today, man. We're at fuck an hour fourteen. We can't expect people to hang around that long. That's crazy talk. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Are we for are we in.
1: skipping your? Uh, are we art- skipping your artist of the week? Yeah, because I didn't prepare. Artist of <laughs> oh, You fucking.
0: No, because me. Right. I've got to, I've got to find all Google I- images and shit and put them in a folder, and it takes a lot of work.
1: So, I might make you do two next time then. All right,
0: that's fair. That's fair. I'll do two artists a week. I got to think of some. I don't know that many artists. I'm kind of running out. We're gonna to have to go over old territory, and I'll do Sean Murphy again. You know, <laughs> I know like five artists, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'll do this guy. Who is this? Martin Parson presents World War Tank Girl. This guy, actually, this guy's art fucking turns me on. Who's, who's actually drawing it. Oh, there you go. Um, drawn a letter by Brett Parson I'm going to do some research on Brett Parson because fuck if I don't love this style it looks like Saturday morning cartoons Um, All right, cool thanks for checking in we can only do this with your support if you like the show please spread the word share our show wherever you can if you want to listen to the show on your commute search iTunes for Pretty Sketchy Podcast and subscribe and if you're listening and you want to actually see what I'm drawing uh, check out YouTube and search Pretty Sketchy Podcast Thanks again, Michael, for checking in. Hey. Hey. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Okay. Bye.